Chapter 1 It's going to be a long two months. Eve Bender finished packing the necessities to take to her parents' home, trying to follow the same instructions she was giving to the children. Pack light, take only what you must have. Moving back in with her parents at age 38 was bad enough, but she also had a husband and three teenage boys in their roomspringa in tow. Eve shook her head as she struggled to zip a large brown duffel bag. Of all the things to happen. Yesterday, a storm had knocked a tree down onto their two-story farmhouse, and the damage was extensive. It was going to take members of the community two months to completely repair the structure, but Eve knew it was a miracle that none of them had gotten hurt. She'd been thanking God since it happened. She placed the duffel bag next to an old red suitcase she'd bought at a mud sale in Penryn a few years before. She'd paid two dollars for the piece of luggage and only used it once when she and Benny traveled to Harrisburg to attend a cousin's wedding. She folded her arms across her chest and stared at the bags, hoping she'd remembered everything they'd needed her parents. Benny, along with several men in the district, had cleared the tree earlier this morning, using a chainsaw to break the large limbs into logs that could be carried to the woodpile. Her husband had also checked to make sure the boys could get safely to their rooms upstairs. The tree had fallen through Eve's sewing room upstairs and crushed the kitchen below it. They might have lived around the mess if it weren't the middle of January. Benny and the boys had done the best they could to hang thick tarps over areas exposed to the elements, but Eve wondered if the clear sheeting would hold against a strong wind. She pulled her long black coat snug around her and went down the hall to check on the boys. She walked into Leroy's room. At eighteen, her oldest son was sitting on his bed with earbuds plugged into whatever his latest gadget was. He pulled one from his ear when she walked in. Are you packed? Leroy pointed to a dark green duffel bag on the far side of the room. Yeah. He put the plug back in his ear. Very good. Shivering, Eve headed toward the twins' room. She knocked on the door, then entered slowly, not surprised to find Elias sleeping on his twin bed and Amos sitting on the other bed with his pet lizard lying on his stomach. I'm trying to keep him warm, Amos said when Eve put her hands on her hips and scowled. She wasn't fond of the foot-long Chinese water dragon that Amos usually kept in a cage. Mammy is going to have a fit when you bring that lizard into her house. Amos's hazel eyes grew round as he sat up, cradling the reptile in his hands. I, I can't leave him here. He, he'll freeze. The younger of her sixteen-year-old twins, by nine minutes, Amos, stuttered when he was upset or nervous. I know. I'm just saying Mammy isn't going to like it. She walked over to where Elias was sleeping and gently slapped him on the leg. Elias, get up. Elias rolled onto his back and rubbed his eyes. It's Sunday, a day of rest. Not today. I told both you boys to pack whatever you need to go to Mammy and Dottie's house. Elias slowly sat up, his sandy brown hair tousled. I don't know why we have to go over there. This half of the house is fine. He rubbed his eyes again as he yawned. Don't be silly. It's going to be in the teens tonight and snowing. Even with the tarps in the fireplace, I can't even cook us a meal. Eve's gas range was only a year old, and her propane refrigerator wasn't much older than that. Both would have to be replaced, along with the oak dining room set Benny had built when they were first married, with seating for eight. Losing the dining room furniture upset her more than the other losses. 
but she reminded herself that they were all safe and silently thanked God again. Now get moving, she said with a clap of her hands. We need to be there before dark. Back downstairs, she carefully stepped over debris and made her way to what was left of the kitchen. Benny was holding his black felt hat in one hand, stroking his gray speckled brown beard with the other, and eyeing the mess. Is it really going to take two months before we can move back? Eve shuddered. She and her mother didn't see eye to eye on most things, and Mam wasn't used to having three teenage boys around either. Depends on the weather. Benny finished looking around before he walked to Eve and pulled her close. It won't be so bad. Eve rested her head against her husband's chest as he towered over her by a foot. You don't know my mother the way I do. She sighed. After making up the sleeper sofa in her sewing room, Rosemary put fresh sheets on the two beds upstairs where the twins would sleep, then made her way to Eve's old bedroom. Her daughter's room hadn't changed all that much since Eve had moved out to Mary Benjamin over twenty years ago. She ran her hand along the finely stitched quilt on the bed, with its mottled cream background, golden yellows, and soft blues bursting from a star in the center. Rosemary had given Eve the quilt on her sixteenth birthday, but Eve left it when she'd married, opting to take a brand-new double-ringed wedding quilt that Benjamin's mother and sisters had made for her. As it should be.